neither a meaningless purposeless goalless drifting through the ages is our destiny nor is it a hurried escape through the first door that we may find out of this world that uh, does seem like a prison at a certain level when does it appear as a prison when you realize that there is very little which is in your hands which you can do <laughs> see what is a prison prison is where you have to live with whatever is given to you it may be a first class prison now we live under the illusion we are doing things but there are limits to what we can do there is so much that is not yet done and we cannot do it even if if we want it so this sense of prison when it begins to arise within us when we realize that this world is a bondage and a jail that's how shubhendra puts in savitri then something else begins to happen inside that is there a way that this prison can change into something and then these two possibilities arise one is well nothing can change you run away from the prison because prison has been made by some very cruel monster he may not say this but it implies this and yes if we look at the appearances alone that is how the world appears or we may wait that what is this to understand the wisdom that has made this place this space and then we will discover something more that well this prison is only to hasten our evolutionary journey so that we can we need not escape we can climb in the walk in through the sky and fly in the vast air find new forms of manifestation change this prison into the visible garden of the divine so this is how shobindo beautifully puts it previous chapter page 46 the last closing line by attaining to the unborn beyond all becoming we are liberated from this lower birth and death so basically we have to find who is the artist who has painted this place we have to find why the prison has come into existence and that's where we have been reading and further shubhind will reveal to us step by step that the artist the one who has designed this prison has designed it with great wisdom and love and while there is this prison it is not the whole reality of our existence all that he will show us step by step so when we begin we discover that who has brought me to this prison life changes and that is what we see is the experience of shurbindo in the alipur jail so when he is taken to alipur jail he has a doubt and a question all that he asked that i had asked you only to protect me for this work which he thought is the most sacred the highest work and that work is liberation of india so he asked why have you brought me here and all that he hears is wait and see he didn't become a cynic he didn't start looking oh look at this world it is mithya maya let me find some guruji and no he is there he waits and then two days three days he passes in what he calls as the troubled condition and then after third day he hears that voice again and what does that voice show is it says first of all i'll show you that i have not left you i am here even in this prison is a very beautiful essay of sure with the prison and freedom and then he begins to realize that the real bondage is not this outer but it is inner and it is so easy to see in our own life we often say because of this person that person but really speaking it's our own choice at the end of the day and our own choice is limited again it could be limited because of our uh, habitual associations because of our ways of thinking whatever it is it is limited again so he discovered that well the real prison is the prison of our own consciousness in which we are enslaved 
And then Sri Krishna meets him in the prison and what does he do? He does, as he always does, magic. <laughs> what is the magic? Sri Aurobindo recounts it beautifully in one of his aphorisms. I went to a place full of holy men and got bored. <laughs> so much one can resonate. <laughs> yes. I went to a place full of holy men and I got bored. Then God came and he took me to a prison and turned it into his twisting ground. That is his first ashram. He takes him to the prison and there he finds all the holy men. In fact, when he looks at those people who are um, incarcerated for crimes which they had never done and people, some of whom will go to the gallows. One of them, Shabindu speaks about as Ashwini Kumar Datta. Not Ashwini Kumar Datta, Ashwini. And uh, talks about people who, were, who had not done the crime and they were, the sentence was that they will be hanged until death. And that man used to spend time in meditation. And he had such a serenity over his face. And Sri says, Then Sri Krishna tells him, This is the humanity that I am going to uplift and raise. We thought that uh, Lord will go to a temple and uh, those who are ringing the bell, He will say, Yes, my favorite ones. Those who are chanting something regularly, He will come and say, Those who are giving alms, Who are these people who are full of the spirit of courage and sacrifice? With the wind and the weather beating around me up to the hill and the moorland I go. Who are these? Unknown people. Actually their picture, if we look at their picture, they all look like yogis. And Shurvindo says, Are, what a paradox. They are here and they are untroubled. They are put under charges of murder. So a new vision begins to open. And this new vision is the new birth. And in that new vision, we begin to see the ways of the divine who brings good out of evil. This is the process. And here we see this, that when we attain to that, then we pass from this lower birth. In this lower birth, we experience life in a certain way. It's like when children grow up beyond a certain age. Suddenly they experience life in a different way. So this is the lower birth and we have, when we go beyond it, then we are liberated. So this liberation, which is the first necessity, is not about escaping from this birth and this janam janam ka fera or whatever it is and entering into some vaikuntha or some uh, brahmalok and settling down there if there is some space left for us because everybody is making a beeline for that also. Everybody is promising some heaven and each heaven is <laughs> more <laughs> marvelous than the other. So, and then what happens? This is only half the truth. By, by accepting the becoming freely as the divine, we invade mortality with the immortal beatitude and become luminous centers of its conscious self-expression in humanity. So, meaning thereby, the divine is in... The, as the being and the becoming. He is the unmanifest and he is also the manifestation. This is what the traditional uh, yoga, at least in the recent, the sannyasis and the, how we have understood last couple of thousand years, not original Vedic uh, yoga. So, this is the secret we have missed. We must find the divine beyond all creation, but we must also find that this too is he. And then we enter into this Grand interesting chapter, man in the universe. So why is writing like that? All the creatures are there because there is something unique about man. Man is an individual. We had read about destiny of the individual. No creature is as appalled as this universe with the universe or tries to understand it as man does. Animal lives with his own happy life, whatever it is. You ask a lion, do you want to study what this world is in that's your business. I know what I should know, which is to eat you if you come too near. <laughs> That's it. It's driven by instinct. So, man in the universe, what a universe, doesn't know anything. What, and man is bitten by this idea of why want to know. So, this is our problem. And this is our solution. 
the problem is we want to know the solution is to know not to run away from this and this knowledge climbs by steps by steps so he starts by saying revealing to us what is this universe there is a way that the scientist talks about the universe the artist talks about the universe let's take it as a divine artist so what does he do artist has the entire picture in his mind yes, suddenly there is a flash i want to show something very beautiful the divine in matter or some our jagdish bhai makes such lovely paintings something very uh, something which the artist is having in his heart in his soul so what will he do first he will first make a frame in the frame he has put sketches so you ask what are you making because for you there are frames and sketches i am making this you can't make i don't tell you what is coming after some time we see he fills it with colors so suddenly there is a tree here there is this thing here then he takes long time shaping the color the background and then there are actual you begin to identify oh this is an animal this is a human being oh this is what is the idea behind so that's how divine first creates the worlds of frames the first frame is the material universe what a grand frame looks like he is going to have a grand start imagine you know we are all waiting some eternal witness before creation all of us as our central beings with the divine sir what drama are you going to play wait wait and we are waiting and let there be light and we see the material universe flooded with countless 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 stars and we would be so enamored oh my god this is so fabulous and it's a wait you two will have to play a role in it oh okay when the time comes this is so wonderful what are you going to do now then we will see suddenly that little earth begins to emerge and earth is filled with brown and green so from there we will not see it as matter we will see mother earth oh you are giving us such a lovely dress brown and green and so many other colors multicolored dress yes what is she going to do now wait she will speak she will sing how she will sing on the tree with brown and green birds begin to perch and animals begin to run this is fantastic story is becoming so fantastic till then we will say it is all sachidanand yes worthy of we'll raise a thumbs up then he'll say now <laughs> your turn <laughs> you land landing there ah we will go this is so beautiful so the central being sends a portion and it lands suddenly it is appalled by the universe it lands in a body <laughs> made of dust where death is there he is the same animals which he was enjoying from outside like when people see you know national geographic from ah oh, what a lovely scene you know see look at the dolphins the shark look at these tigers so oh, this is so beautiful yeah go near one <laughs> and then you are in the midst you are trying to figure out <laughs> who put me here he say you i asked you you want to go you said yes then he will tell us but don't worry you are not alone i will be there how i will guide you through intuition in your heart you will pick up the dust and in it you will see computers not just dust you will become part creators i want you to become to share my legacy to man will say sir baat ki baat hai all that is later <laughs> right now i see death staring at my face are don't worry pass through death you will come back i am assuring you because i have put inside an immortal chip made from my own being core that chip never dies sure no yes so we pass through that <laughs> like with krishna all the gwalwal go into agasur god knows what kind of <laughs> he is a big anaconda obviously it's a symbolic story and they all walk in and they emerge in the anaconda bus so he says i will take you through all this don't worry uh when you leave the body parents all this whom you felt are with you forever they won't be forever 
बट आई वॉज विद यू फॉर एवर होम यू नेवर थॉट दैट आई एम देयर विद यू यू विल मीट मी एंड यू से ओ माई गॉड माई फ्रेंड आई मिस्ट यू इज ए डोंट वरी जिंदगी मिलेगी दोबारा यूल हैव एनदर चांस सो यू हैव एनदर चांस एंड देन एनदर चांस देन फाइनली यू से दिस इज द फिलो आई मस्ट होल्ड ऑन टू ऑल दीज आर फिगर्स एंड इमेजेस ऑफ हिम शुड आई लीव दैम नो बिकॉज आई एल सी इट इज ही हु केम टू मी एज मदर फादर टीचर तमेव माता च पिता तमेव इट मीन्स बोथ थिंग्स वन इज दैट यू आर देयर यू आर द सोल टीचर इट ऑल्सो मीन्स दैट ऑल ऑफ देम आर रिप्रेजेंटेटिवस देयर फोर मदर्स कैरी सम टच ऑफ द डिवाइन मदर्स लव टीचर्स कैरी समथिंग ऑफ दैट एटलीस्ट दे शुड एम बॉडी एंड स्लोली वी बिगिन टू डिस्कवर हिज वेज एंड इज कनिंग एंड इज वेज एंड इज ट्रिक्स एंड इज डिलाइट एंड वेन द होल गेम वी हैव सीन विल से सर फर्स्ट स्टेज इज ओवर very good now be my conscious center in this work will you participate then to it is joy take me through mahabharata doesn't matter because now we know that he is with us and he is in all these things so this is the liberated soul is first step and the second step is where we should become centers for his divine consummation in humanity that's what we i don't know dining room there used to be this there are two things perfectly pleasing to god in his servant one is those who wa- uh, who sweep his temple floors in silent adoration and the other those who battle for his great consummation in humanity both look at one sweeping the temple floor he, he loves it to see that in silent adoration others who fight for the ultimate divine consummation in humanity so this is where he says and that's how he starts man in the universe the swetashottar uh, <clears throat> upanishad the first um, shloka or its english translation the soul of man a traveler wanders in this cycle of brahman huge a totality of lives a totality of states thinking itself different from the impeller of the journey he thinks god is out there i am somehow later on as he walks slowly he begins to change into the image of the one who is impelling so how people often say no that uh, where is god how is he guiding look at from the caveman how we have reached here who has guided us not our thoughts something entered the thought where did it come from that is the intuition secret in the heart of man he is present as the intuition but in crucial moments when the play becomes too serious then he comes as the avatar also comes as vibhuti so that's how the divine leads humanity impels accepted by him it attains its goal of immortality then after some time we see that okay he is the real charioteer and then when he says okay you you know me now you got it he has got it see accepted by him krishna and arjuna that's a beautiful symbol and then we attain immortality we know no amount of kurukshetra no amount of outer what is death and all these we enter into that state where death does not exist so that's how we reclaim our immortality and the very first sentence is the progressive revelation of a great a transcendent a luminous reality with the multitudinous relativities of this world that we see and those other worlds that we do not see as means and material condition and field this would seem to be the meaning of the universe since meaning and aim it has and is neither a purposeless illusion nor a fortuitous accident so that's how it begins to appear so this is something so powerful and so beautiful that should be revealing to us and basically it means after realizing the divine within us or beyond this universe it is not enough we have to realize the divine in creation in the manifestation in the flow in the flux in people and creatures to start with with somebody who with whom we are neighbors so that is a biggest challenge the closest as shakespeare says you know familiarity breeds contempt you have to say no sir you are wrong familiarity familiarity breeds intimacy because i have a chance to discover the ultimate truth so this is how the whole game 
continues. And the next uh, paragraph, same page 47, that luminous emergence is the dawn which the Aryan forefathers worshipped. Even before the rishis of the Vedas, they speak about the forefathers. Those who have gone before us, they used to worship the dawn. And what they saw in it, it is, it comes and impels us. You see, even now, physically also, what happens when there is day? It is so difficult to sleep. I mean, there are people for whom the cycle is reversed. <laughs> but even if you have slept late, this is a problem that all of us encounter one day for some reason, like I come after travel. So, okay, someday you have reached at 2.30 in the night, 3 o'clock. You can't sleep till 8 o'clock. You can't say, no, 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 I'll sleep. <laughs> so... You will wake up. So you wait, okay, afternoon and then night. Because it, it's just not possible. Dawn comes and fills you with energy. And that energy will not let you sleep. It will make you wake up. You are still drowsy, tired. But you need to work. You feel some work you should do. So this is what is the dawn. Its fulfilled perfection is that highest step of the world pervading Vishnu. So these are the three steps of the Vishnu. Uh, Rodesi, which is spoken of in the Vedas. These three steps are not the Puranic uh, Vamana Avatar. A Vamana Avatar is symbol of that, a story ultimately. But the three steps is that from the earth and then the mid-world, Antariksh, where we begin to dwell in the world of imagination, thought, create. Mid-world is that, the world of mind and creative thought and imagination. And then that eye of wisdom that looks upon all things as Surya Yatha, so this is the what they were aspiring for. How beautiful our forefathers were. Who told us that they were monkeys? I don't know. And who told us they were all fallen creature and we are a primitive race, we are a developing country. No sir, may not be by your yardsticks, but we have our own criteria. We are very developed country. And if we apply our yardsticks to you, then you would be a primitive race. You know, just I was reading even French occupation of uh, now Nigeria is in picture. If you read what was done there, how much time back? Just about 60, 70 years back. No, 100 years back. You would wonder that how could any cultured nation do it? Can't imagine. I'm not going to tell the story. Read what, how the French occupation Nigeria, why there is the protest going on. They are independent. 1960 or something, they got independence. Or 70, maybe a little later. But why they have so much of this thing? Because even after freedom, they were not given real freedom. Why? Because wealth is there. Gold is there. Just imagine what kind of mindset. How can, you know... A whole humanity in a gold rush who wants to loot and plunder and steal and build its own economy can be regarded as even cultured, let alone developed. So you see, this is how. So our forefathers, their blood is in our veins. So where the forefathers, they woke up, they saw the dawn and they worship. We want to reach there. We don't want to dominate and fight and, you know, occupy gold. We have another gold. The gold-rich sunbeam. For it exists already as an all-revealing and all-guiding truth of things which watches over the world and attracts mortal man. First, without his knowledge of his conscious mind by the general march of nature, but at last consciously by a progressive awakening and self-enlargement to his divine ascension. First preoccupation may be Roti Kapada Makan. This cannot be our last preoccupation. See, human aspiration. Man is so strange. He is, he is so designed physically. One, he stands erect of all the creatures. Second, he can look up and gaze at the stars. Look at the horizon. Our eyes are set like that. It's not set on the sides. It's so interesting. We are designed physically. We can't help it. And when we see the stars, one day we'll say, Udar jana hai. I want to explore. This is the beauty of 
this earthly creature and this is our real business the ascent page 48 the ascent to the divine life is the human journey the work of works the acceptable sacrifice if somebody asks ashram mein kya karte ho <laughs> ascent to the divine life ne ne wo chhodo kaam kya karte ho <laughs> this is what we are doing like when somebody asks arjo you know british uh, i think mathematician uh, or english professor probably mathematician and he wrote beautiful poetry that we know of course james chadwick and somebody came and asked what are you doing here what do you do here he saw him in dhoti and <laughs> what are you doing here he says uh, if i tell you you won't understand no no you tell us matlab you think we are so fools that we won't understand tell us what you are doing is it supposing i say we are grappling with our ego <laughs> ego day and night will you understand is okay 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 leave it <laughs> what else you are doing writing poetry are so this is but this is the real work work of works that's why it is called ashrama the labor shram but a labor of a different kind so that's what he he reveals to us here the ascent to the divine life is the work of works this is the work the acceptable sacrifice why is using the word acceptable because sacrifice is the law of creation i don't know all these people write 10 spiritual laws and all they forget this law of sacrifice which is mentioned in the gita with which prajapati has made the world basically it means we are all interconnected you cannot just grab and keep everything to yourself try doing it your son will snatch it right in front of you and you will have nothing but to weep you can't help it and if he tries to keep it to himself his wife will come and and then the world will grab it you just can't help it this is a interconnected world and we make all these sacrifices for whose sake bacche ke liye is such a sad thing when i see particularly indian mothers i am i mean they sacrifice so much for whom first for parents then for husband then for the child but this is a sacrifice which okay it it serves some purpose but what is the real sacrifice the acceptable sacrifice to sacrifice the lower for the sake of the higher it is not cutting a bakra in front of god it is sacrificing the inner bakra bakra means goat which is always greedy goat is a symbol of greed you see whatever you give to a goat it keeps munching so instead of finishing your greed you are cutting that bakra this is the sacrifice that one is called upon to make so it is the acceptable sacrifice when we make this divine says yes come this is good and then what happens so powerful this alone is man's real business in the world and the justification of his existence <laughs> this business reminds me uh, once when i landed in us one of the places so i several times you become casual what have you come for oh, to give some talks so he has no 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 tell me business or personal i didn't know what to say i said see i am going for talks i don't know where you put it <laughs> personal meeting friend no 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 will they pay you for it i said they will pay for my travel they don't pay me for this no 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 you have to mention business i said i never knew the parivasha of business i said okay so from that time every time i feel business so nobody asks me a question this is the first time i understood business means <laughs> even a professional talk that you can give so this is but yes now i can say real business this is man's real business what business are you doing i am dealing in transaction what transaction old currency notes we give and we get new one can you do mine no sir you give it the the bank is there sure been there the mother don't pass it through me give it to them old currency <laughs> old currency is <laughs> old nature it is outdated you give the old nature the new nature he will give you if you don't give and you just keep jumping dancing nothing will happen because that's what he requires will you come now are you ready to give no okay fine carry on with the old currency so this is how it is that this alone is the justification without which and if you don't do this 
he would be only an insect that's where that other thing will apply he will be only an insect crawling among other ephemeral insects on a speck of surface mud and water which has managed to form itself amid the appalling immensities of the physical universe so you see the difference between spiritual vision ultimate spiritual vision and the material vision the biological vision is kida makoda and there are some people who treat human beings like that so strange but the mother says in one of her writings uh, last sentence the supreme discovery she says and if there is no man no big creature as fragile as man there is none as strong as he and then she says for verily in humility lies the cradle of glory none which is as weak and fragile at the same time none which is as capable as man so it depends on which side we look for god he says shobindu says and in the worm foresees the coming god for us even if a god comes by we'll say he looks like just like us he is another human being what is special about him that is the difference between the two visions and then little down below what is this unknowable the unknowable knowing itself as sachidanand is the one supreme affirmation of vedanta it contains all others or on it they depend so this is the greatest discovery same page last paragraph which india has made many great discovery we are i don't know we are so proud india discovered atomic structure india discovery this is nothing india discovered sachidanand india discovered a path to realize the divine india discovered sohamasmi india discovered tattvamasi india discovered all this is the divine what marvelous discoveries so the fundamental discovery is there is one reality and it is sachidanand existence consciousness bliss this is the fundamental truth fundamental truth we have to hold on to regardless of appearances this is very very deep within so next page 49 sachidanand is the unknown omnipresent indispensable term for which the human consciousness whether in knowledge and sentiment or in sensation and action is eternally seeking so if we have to ask indispensable you are going somewhere what have you kept how many indispensable things mother once said difference between need and desire she says what can you dispense with so she says one person says that i can leave everything except the uh, toothbrush that i need and mother says he had not come to india otherwise he would have said we can dispense with that also <laughs> but there is one thing indispensable that is sachidanand it is to remember that the divine walks with us always wherever we may be and it is the divine whom we are seeking the eternal sachidanand whom we are seeking through all the ups and downs and trials and tribulations of the journey and then he brings us to it is the sachidanand which reveals himself who is beyond who reveals himself through these two terms the universal and the individual and there is not one universe there are several 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 layers of universes just imagine naturally he is infinite so his creativity cannot be confined to just creating a material universe material universe vital universe even material universe science tells us probably there are many material universes which we don't know and then there are vital mental each then we have world of the gods each god has his own world you can't go you have got a visa for going to kailash you can't suddenly say i'll also go to vaikuntha on the same visa you may or may not be allowed depends on there there is narad muni kailash is simpler nandi is there most of the time is sitting in meditation and all that nandi shiva shiva oh okay okay go in narad ji will not leave you like that he will ask 100 questions you can't tell him chal kapat aaya bhakti for lord in say wait let me see what bhakti you have so this is the way we have we there are so many universes and worlds what a marvelous creation this is 
So this universe is a self-concealment of the divine Satchidananda wearing many, many masks. We strip one layer and then the other will come. Like the Kathakali dancer. You just don't know in the beginning who is the hero and who is the villain. Who is the... Just don't know. But you are marveling. And both are making such lovely movements. And slowly you figure out they are wearing such masks. And then slowly one layer of painting, then another layer, then another layer. It's such a, at one level it's such a lovely game. This is the game we all enjoyed it as children, no? The hide and seek. This is the eternal hide and seek. And when you feel you have found him, oh, I have found him, he says, okay. <laughs> he gives a tap and when we turn, he is vanished. If we take it like that, it's wonderful. But in the process, we discover something. So this is how we are seeking Him. And slowly, oh, this is so marvelous. I'll read this in, on page 49. So, Shabita is revealing how out of matter, life emerges, out of life, mind emerges. Now look at this language. This, the life divine is so poetic, such a poetic language. Out of life it struggles. This is not English, difficult English. I don't know why people say difficult English. This is poetry <laughs> in prose. Look at this language. Page 49, somewhere a little below the middle. Out of life it struggles upward into mind. The seeker in which the unit becomes awake to itself and its world. The individual, the seeker who has become, he struggles out of life. He is having things but he wants to question. He becomes a seeking person, the unit. So each unit is striving towards unity. And in that awakening, the universe gains the leverage it required. For its supreme work, it gains self-conscious individuality. How does he gain? It was a very beautiful saying I had read. Adolescence. That the... Most precious stones are shaped by the most dangerous storms and you know all the challenges. We pick up these shells from the seashore. Some of them are available on you know those shank and those shells. Look at it. What has shaped them? And I sometimes feel one should write a story. The story of a seashell. And you see a seashell. Ha ha. This is so wonderful. He says, wait, hold on. Do you know how many waves have dashed against me trying to break me? Story of a pearl, a grain of sand. It enters the oyster and remains, remains over a period of time a pearl is formed. That's a very expensive. I didn't know once, so I asked once the shop pearl. So I asked in my ignorance, real pearl. He said, yes, I bought it. It was 2000 rupees Kamala. <laughs> Something in me said, is pearl really so cheap? <laughs> I came to know, sir, real pearl is 1 lakh rupees you will get minimum. <laughs> Rice pearl and cultured pearl. But real pearl, how it is shaped? It is ready to be buried. Look how diamonds are formed. Ready to be buried under the heat down below. If it cannot, then it becomes koela, coal. So when we look at the universe shaping us through all the challenges, the difficulties, we may not understand it now. It's like when somebody is making a painting or the sculpture is sculpting, chiseling. If you ask a murti, Sir, kiske ghat mein phas gaya mein? What is this person is? What is he doing to me? Let me remain a rock, it would have said. And the artist would smile and continue. Sir, please have mercy on me. Artist would smile and continue. After some time, what do you do? You become helpless, you give up. Jo karna hai karo. The divine, you do whatever you want to do. After everything is ready, suddenly you see, all people are gathered and doing pranam. So the rock will say, what happened to me? <laughs> the artist has turned you into a devamurti. That's how it is formed. It's the chiseling. And Shubhinda describes it so beautifully. Look here. 
but mind takes up the work to continue not to complete it this is another beauty of creation the questions at one level cannot be solved permanently at that level for that we have to ascend problem of disease and death cannot be solved by finding all the material means with which death cannot come recently this whatsapp people are very excited see science has found that we will not die i said you have not read the story of varinakashap that fellow had even taken vardan death will find its way because there is a necessity and when you go beyond this necessity then you don't die then you discover your immortal substance so all the problems relationship problem marriage problem child problem professional problem take any problem including problem of food their permanent solution cannot be found at the human level we will enlarge the scope of ignorance permanent solution can only come through an ascent to the divine life and then the problem changes the solution changes and it is solved not just that we don't see it as a problem but it changes so here we see that mind is only a takes up the work to continue not to complete it it is a laborer of acute but limited intelligence who takes the confused materials offered by life and having improved adapted varied classified according to its power hands them over to the supreme artist of a divine manhood tries all kinds of things reads books of philosophy feels very happy i have found the answer sometimes people come and say have you read this person have you read that person are bhai nahi interested but the book is there because you have gone through it you know that the answer is not there when you have found this answer but people have to go through all this and then a time comes when you ultimately say take my life take my heart make it your chamber and your shrine that is when we the real journey begins now we have handed over to the divine artist and therefore he says the artist that artist dwells in super mind see how simply should be the explain super mind why do we use complicated words what is the divine what is the super mind the divine artist shaping creation ah it makes us feel so connected shaping this creation he is the artist who was hidden all the time behind it is that artist which has created this material universe it is that artist which has brought life out of it it is that artist which is from behind shaped man it is that artist which sows in him that aspiration to go beyond and it is that artist which will bring superman out of our humanity so what a wonderful way that artist dwells in supermind for supermind is superman and let me see if uh, something else maybe a little passage then we can stop so there yes he says that you know how universe um, and individual need each other universe need the individual why so that you through the individual universe can speak and hear it so that's why it creates individualities without that it just a material universe it dumb something but universe is living now we all say universe is living it expands breathes in i don't know who gives it the command breathe in it is still breathing in for so many billion years and it is going to breathe for many billion years it's breathing in because the command to breathe out is not there and when the command comes nothing can stop breathe out shrinks and vanishes so breathe in and it is breathing and expanding and it is conscious but we don't uh, understand it universe has to make itself intelligible to us so it creates see we are shaped by the universe all the elements of creation are in us within the pind there is brahman that's how it it means that every element material biological everything cells and something new thought aspiration so the entire universe becomes alive in us so universe is also happy and we are also Uh, happy that the universe has shaped us and it's also happy that we can voice so this is the step and then comes something very beautiful on page 51 <clears throat> page 
nor can the ideal of human life be simply the animal repeated on a higher scale of mentality. Many people still feel that. Um, I still remember probably fourth standard, maybe 10 or 11 years, and I read in one of the books two things which had shocked me here, literally here. One was that, you know, uh, when there was a note on Ramayana that they were primitive people, it hit me. Rama was a primitive person. <laughs> in my house there was regular Rama worship. And I said, what is there? What is written in my textbook? So I came and told my father, they are teaching these things. So he said, don't worry about it. He didn't take much interest. I said, how can they say Rama is primitive? I had no idea. That what is now we know how history has been distorted. I said, how can Rama be primitive? It just didn't go with my innate sense of Rama. If Rama was primitive, we are animals totally. This is how the sense was. And the second thing was, man is a social animal. I just couldn't swallow down my throat. And I kept thinking for many days, I am an animal? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> no, I am not an animal. It used to trouble me, literally trouble. I didn't say this to anyone that time. But I used to feel, am I an animal? Just another. I didn't understand its full meaning. A 10, 11 year old child, what does he understand? But this hit me very hard. No. So later on, uh, when all this uh, came, I said, okay, fine, that intuitive sense was right. And the books were wrong and the teachers were wrong who taught that man is a social animal. I don't know whether we still teach it or not. This is the gospel of Hiranyakashyap. So, we read this sentence and then we will stop. The animal is satisfied with a modicum of necessity sign of an animal roti, kapda or makan all philosophies which want us to be satisfied with this are treating us as biological animal like creatures and actually they do it what do they do? the first thing these philosophies do they say you can't have freedom of thought is it not true? a kind of communism which imposes upon us, the state will regulate your life like a herd of monkeys or whatever. Monkeys, herd will not be a herd. Flock of sheep, you have to obey. And we are so fools that we say, oh, we must develop around the model of China and Singapore. For God's sake, let India be India. Let there be one country where people can be conscious, thinking, alive, living. Oh, we must become like China. That means finished. We have gone down the way of the animal. The mother spoke about it. She says, I see them everywhere and I don't want that to happen. So, okay, materially okay. You may have, you may have a house over your head, whatever it is. But thought, aspiration, hope, that is the important part. But animal is satisfied with a modicum of necessity. Animal like humanity will say, yes. Why do I bother about other things as long as I have my TikTok video to run all the time. So, this is the animal. The animal is satisfied with the modicum of necessity. The gods are content with their splendor. See how beautifully on one side the ideal of communism, the other side capitalism. He is not saying all this. He will say all this in human cycle. You are given your house. You are given food. You are given shelter. State will protect you. Enough. You don't question anything. One side. On the other side of the globe, look at how even in the world events take place. Gods are content with their splendor. We have everything. We can drop a bomb wherever we want. We don't care about what true inner life is. Now things are changing, but I am saying it time. That, uh, what is inner life all this? See, we have created heaven. Till God disrupted the heaven, he has his own plan. He drives us out of every heaven. So the gods are content with their splendor. They don't much bother about this supramental world. When mother asked them, they used to come for meditation. When mother would meditate and mother asked them, will you participate? No mother. We will give, help you from there. Because to participate means tying to a human body. Shiva also, he said, I will help. But I won't tie to a human body. Except she says Krishna. It's Krishna's work. March of mankind. And she saw him fuse with Sri Aurobindo. And she went to speak about it to Sri Aurobindo. And he says he knew it. He was himself quite indifferent to it. He says, yes, I know it. That's the end of the story. 
Who is Sri Aurobindo? <laughs> the divine representative in our humanity. So gods, they like it. See all the Mahabharata, Ramayana, they do Pushpa Varsha at the end. Hurry, come down, do something. They don't do that. <laughs> suddenly you will read, up in the war, suddenly when Ravana is about, they'll do Pushpa Varsha. Some of them partially, Daruk is sent by Indra, okay, okay, I'll also help you a little bit. Though Rama can manage, he says, I don't need your Daruk. No, no, sir, please, it doesn't look nice. We feel ashamed, <laughs> embarrassed. Garud comes, breaks the Nagpash and says, Why these people are saying Rama is God? I am the one who has saved him. And Hanuman says, Garud, you go your home. Jai Shri Ram. And he can't understand who is this mortal creature. Hanuman, yes, a ray from Shiva. And that ray could create so much. Imagine if Shiva came in all his splendor. <laughs> Where will. But none of the gods wants to take a human body. And Narayan has no choice. He is given to maintain this universe. So he comes and see, that's where he says, gods are content with their splendor. They will clap, they will help, no doubt. They will give you the right messages, they will try to prompt, they will help. But they are content with their splendors. But man cannot rest permanently until he reaches some highest good. Thank God we are dissatisfied. Sounds very strange. He is the greatest of living beings because he is the most discontented. Because he feels most the pressure of limitations. Why we are discontented? Because basically we are searching for Sachidanand. But we want the man next to me be Sachidanand. How can it be? Mother once said, when you expect everything in your husband or something, you are basically wanting a divine at your disposal. Individual divine who can listen to you, all your... How can it be possible? So, this is how. Until we have found Sachidanand, it won't cease. And even when we have found him, then the next level comes. I must discover Sachidanand in everyone. So, this is how... But yes, after that, we have crossed one uh, important barrier. So, we want Sachidanand, but we discover the pressure of limitation. We don't use the word Sachidanand, but we are seeking... An existence which does not is not subject to decay, sat. We are seeking a consciousness where there is truth without error. We are seeking a power which nothing can obstruct and which can dissolve all obstacles. And we are seeking a bliss which is unmixed bliss. So we may not use the word Sachidanand, but we are all seeking Sachidanand. Knock, knock every door. He alone, perhaps, is capable of being seized by the divine frenzy for a Remote ideal. So that is the boon given to man to seek. And when you think you have found, it vanishes. And once we understand this, we will understand what India is. The highest ideal and the greatest pressure of limitations you feel. Because this is best case scenario for the yoga. So that's why they say this country is meant for uh, when you want to do yoga... Yoga journey, then you are born here or you come here. Otherwise, bhogiyoni. <laughs> you just enjoy some rewards of your previous deeds. So this, we'll stop here and come back after 10 minutes and continue.